I'm so excited to welcome today's guest for our podcast. Her name is Cynthia Hazel, and she is the owner of Heart Song Healing Place. She is such a woman of wisdom. She's got some amazing offerings and such a gift. I, I'm really excited for you to hear a little bit about the different things she offers, and she talks to us a little more in depth about what she uh, calls conscious breathing and kind of teaches us how that can be helpful during the current time that we are in and of course in our everyday lives and so i hope you enjoy this episode hi cynthia hi there hi there welcome i'm so excited to be able to get to know a little bit more about you and um i know i've been browsing your website but i am really eager to hear about it from you yourself Um, And of course, share uh, that with, you know, the community and whoever is listening to this episode. But yeah, good morning. Um, How are you doing? How are you feeling today? I know today's a little cool outside, but it's a nice day. No, I think it's a wonderful day. You know, it's the sun shining and and we have clear blue skies with light clouds. And I always love that. It really picks up my mood. So I'm doing great. Good, good. Well, welcome. I want to first kind of give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and, you know, your business and just tell us a little bit about um, who you are and what you have to offer for us. Okay. Well, thank you. You know, I, I, uh, when I was younger, I experienced two major automobile accidents and I had a lot of broken bones, concussion, fractured rib, broken face. And uh, I started living with a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And so that led me to say, no, I deserve a better quality of life. And I started looking around to see what I could incorporate and change and learn about. So I could live without, you know, chronic pain and it mm-hmm. worked. So I became a Reiki master. Are you familiar with Reiki? The form yes. of energy medicine? Yes, I am. Super. Well, in 1998, and uh, I started seeing clients uh, on the side of working full time, I was helping them relax, it lowers their stress, and it gives you a nice overall glow of wellness. And it builds up all the body and all the different chakras to feed energy in and, uh, and balance. So I love that. And I spent years doing that. And then uh, in 2014, I started working with an organization called Vet Trip. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, no, I have not. Okay, well, what they do is they help veterans with an integrative uh, model of healing alternative services. And the veterans they see have PTSD and chronic pain. Okay. So they're looking for ways to feel normal again and to be relaxed and let go of some of that same pain, you know, that I was experiencing Right. And and yeah, it was really great. I truly enjoyed it. Well, beyond that, I opened my practice in in 2015. And my mission is to help you, the client, recognize Mm -hmm. the value of loving loving yourself. So my service is called Heartsong Healing Place. And it's a Christian-based holistic practice that I use to encourage clients' wholeness. 
with I use complementary alternative and holistic methods. But what I like about them is I have set them up to blend beautifully with what you're traditionally doing. So mm-hmm. the two go together and provide complete answers in both uh, both approaches. Right, right. And you know what I'm actually really kind of uh, loving that I see and, and I'm hearing you talk about is that you do, you know, identify yourself as a Christian kind of holistic provider, I, I can say mm-hmm. that I have had, I, I feel like I've had two different clients, some that maybe do not particularly want that approach, um, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, no kind of religion or religious beliefs involved. But I have had a lot of people kind of seek out where they want to be able to blend, you know, and still honor their Christian values and, you know, beliefs and, and still take part in a holistic approach. And I must say, I haven't had anyone that I can send clients over to that would know they can, you know, be, like I said, honored and respect both of their, well, their holistic self, right? Their mm-hmm. holistic way of, of um, you know, believing in the world. And so I love that. I, I'm really excited to see that. Um, I don't know if you maybe want to speak to that just kind of briefly of um, how you do blend and honor the two. Well, actually, what I'm saying is if you there's a need for both. Mm -hmm. If a person breaks their arm, they certainly don't need to come to a holistic practitioner. They need to go to the doctor and have Mm -hmm. their arm set. If, uh, if a person has concerns though, about what can I substitute in the area of nutrition and wellness and, you know, doctors sometimes are busy doing what they do and, and they're talking about one approach, which is allopathic And Mm -hmm. what I do is come across with suggestions for like improving your emotional wellness or things you can do like just breathing is so important to reduce anxiety. And then the process I use is helps people eliminate incorrect ways they're thinking, validate their emotions, help them make personal changes. And I do that with healing sessions and presentations. So the process I use for healing is called spontaneous transformation. And what we do is we go through a conversational experience to go back and uncover what is blocking you at whatever age there is a memory there that didn't get resolved. And we talk about it. We help them heal it. I and then return them to who they truly are. And what I like about the process is that it works very rapidly and it brings people back to, oh, you know, oh yeah, I didn't realize that that was blocking me, wow. And now I feel so much better. So that's why I enjoy it. But I wanna ask you, have you ever heard of a healing mantra called Ho'oponopono? You know, I have, I I wanna say that I have briefly read about it and maybe you know a handful of books that I've um, read over the past few years however I do not know anything about it no I did not read up on it specifically until I came across your website so yeah please share what that is well super so I like it because you can use it as a Christian because what you're doing is to validate your self-worth and your relationship with with God and to to feel more connected and at the same time take a look at areas in your life where you're a little bit held back and it's something that I can train you to do on your own and make these valuable changes and improve your life quality. Why does this work? Because it's based on 
love and forgiveness. Mm. It's a beautiful process. And it's something any one of us can do to have a better quality of life and affect. And when we do that, we affect our community, we affect the world and we blend in better and feel like we fit, you know, in the process of life. Right. I love that. That almost, that gives me chills just kind of thinking about what that would feel like to experience. And I, I want to experience it for myself. So that sounds amazing. Yeah. I'd love to work with you whenever you're ready. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm super ready. I'm like, I'm going to look at okay. my calendar and have to give you a call. But um, okay. I know that you also offer um, conscious breathing. And I know that that's what, um, you know, you had, we had kind of discussed beforehand, right, of, of um, focusing in on that. And I think that's something that can be so useful right now with just where we're at, you know, in the mm-hmm. world uh, with the things that are going on. And for those of you who might be listening mm-hmm. to this episode at a later date, we're currently in the in the middle of a pandemic. The coronavirus is kind of affecting the entire world. And we've got all of us in a social distancing situation, which has you know, caused a lot of um, kind of discomfort and disease with, for the most part, you know, uh, most people. But let's kind of talk about what that is. You know, can you can you tell us what is conscious breathing? How how does it work? How do you teach it to um, those of us that might be interested in working with you with that? Okay, conscious breathing is, well, first of all, let's back up a teeny bit. Okay. You know, breathing, breathing is essential to our good health. And I don't know if people realize, but uh, we can only live for 50 days without food, seven days without water, but only five minutes without air. Mm. When you look at those dramatic uh, comparisons, then we, the value of breathing just becomes so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we spend all of our time breathing unconsciously most of the time unless we go into a specific practice. So it's easy to take it for granted because we feel like, well, you know, they, my, I'll always be breathing. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to make it happen. But it is the one autonomic process in our body that we can control, that we can set a way to make changes such as breathing consciously or breathing meditatively and so on. It's a wonderful stress reduction tool because it helps you shift your attention away from the mental chatter. You're not focusing anymore about thoughts flowing in and out of your mind, but what you are focusing on is the natural rhythms of your breath. So that's relaxing because you let go of the same idea. Am I meditating right? Am I doing the right thing? You know, okay, I'm trying really hard. Am I? No, 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 none of that. Mm. You can just relax and focus on a particular way to breathe in and breathe out. So that automatically gives you a sense of peace and well-being because your whole self is involved in the process. Right. You know, Mm-hmm. Well, the way that you described that, I, I'm glad that you provided that kind of or opened up with that piece of information on the food and the water and our breath, because my gosh, mm-hmm. we put, you know, so much kind of care into, you know, our, our diet and our kind of supplementation and these things as we should, but the breath, you know, we don't even think to nourish it or kind of work on that or, you know, um, like you said, consciously be aware of how we're treating that and and accessing that 
kind of a deeper sense of breathing. So that just puts it into an entirely different perspective for myself. Yeah. And there's one, one other thing to consider. And I think it's quite spiritual. If you're familiar with uh, Dr. Andrew Weil, he says breathing is the bridge between the mind and the body. Mm-hmm. It's the conscious, it's conscious connection. It connects us between the conscious and unconscious worlds. It's the movement in spirit and the key to our health. So we, when, we're, when we're in the womb, we have no need to breathe. So then we're going through the process. And the first thing the doctors do when we come into the world is, you know, help us get started with breathing. So breathing does connect us in that deeper, quieter state of being to being out in the world and participating in life. But it's important to participate fully. And what happens with, with breathing Again, we go back to the fact that we tend to forget it and take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So when we, if we get into that too much, then our emotional self is going may feel fear or grief. What do we do? We get distracted, and then we find, whoa, you know, I'm holding my breath completely, and I'm not breathing like I should. So mm-hmm. we can get into that and not even realize we're doing it. So if you were talking about how that could help with COVID and social distancing, I think conscious breathing is a great answer because it helps you reduce anxiety and depression, and it keeps you in the present moment because you're actively engaged in this counting process counting as you inhale hold counting as you exhale and that's all that's required except you want to breathe throughout your whole body Mm -hmm. bring in your abdominal breathing a lot of times people without thinking maybe they're working maybe they're in a, a meeting or whatever and they are caught up in shallow breathing Mm-hmm. Shallow breathing means they're not using all of their air. They're not expanding their ribs. They're not breathing down to their abdomen. So that can become a vicious habit. And people can wind up all breathing in a shallow way, even at night. Right, right. So that I would imagine then that's, I mean, based on that, just thinking, I'm thinking of how it can even improve like sleeping patterns and um, perhaps doing some breath work before bed. Is that something that would be helpful to kind of get in more of a relaxed state for for those who maybe struggle with sleeping? Absolutely, because that is one of the benefits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, also going back to the daily situation here, people are and uh when do you ever get that afternoon lag where all of a sudden people have eaten and then they feel really tired? Right. When we do that, we start to feel foggy. We lose interest in what we're doing. So what do we normally do? Instead of thinking about, well, I need to stop and breathe. We go for caffeine. We get a little chocolate, coffee, Coke, and then that quick fix goes away and we wind up feeling a little worse. Right. The answer is, Oxygen, bringing more oxygen into our body. So that's what I like about conscious breathing because it helps us get into those deeper, natural ways of functioning. And if I compare conscious breathing to meditation, again, the mind chatter with meditation is not a factor because you're focusing on merely counting. And 
when you know when you talked about social distancing i'm really glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. i don't like the name social distancing mm-hmm. because that is telling me that i can't connect with others mm, yes and i think physical distancing would have been better for a better us, term psycholo- uh-huh, psychologically because then we said okay I know I have to maintain a physical space, but I can still find ways to socially connect. I'm just not going to be shaking hands or, you know, all these many different things. And I think that would brighten people's mood a little better. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you said that because, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm a big believer in um, that certain words, you know, have like a low vibration and, you know, language is huge for me, especially as a therapist. And um, I mean, you're absolutely right. So so that creates, whether we realize it or not, this like low vibration of I'm not allowed to, to connect, like you said, I'm not allowed to or that's been taken from me. And um, I absolutely I hadn't thought of maybe alternatives, but I, I love what you're saying. If we would have had it been named physical distancing and that doesn't feel so like, ooh, this is removed from my, you know, right to do or um, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, super. And then, you know, when we talk about other emotional habits, of course, that you know, have some suggestions on that uh, because emotional wellness is so important. And one that goes along with that and, of course, would really help change people's moods would be to make time for laughter. Mm. And that's a free thing. Right. We can, we can do that anywhere, anytime. And we see children doing it. It's funny how we allow children to laugh and play and do these different things. But we become adult and we forget about that child self of ours that really does like to laugh. Right. And that is a way to boost our mood, lighten our burdens. And, and that's a way to connect, too, because we start taking ourselves less seriously and we enjoy our life for a moment. We stay in the present moment. We're not worrying. We're not stressing. We're just giving in to the experience of laughter. Right. That makes me think of, I've actually, I know that for a lot of people right now, the, the situation that we're in has not created space for pause and, and maybe some downtime, some freed up space. I understand, you know, there's, there's a lot of individuals who are actually working more. But for those of, of us that have, um, you know, kind of because of, of having to stay at home and working from home and just different things, there's been this pause and, and some kind of freed up space for them. I have noticed that shift in certain people through, you know, conversations or even just like their social media posts that, um, you know, they're used to work and hustle. And now it's created this opportunity where over the weeks, there's laughter, there's play, like, forget the hard work, I'm going to be silly with my children. And it's just really beautiful to see um, that for some people, you know, that has been the case. And, and they're kind of stepping into that, um, like you said, more mindful, present and childlike uh, self and, and that is helping them kind of navigate and get through this time that we're in right now. And that's excellent. And a lot of what we're learning here is free and available to us. And when we get an opportunity to just go back and say, okay, I have the free time. Now I've seen some incredible uh, pieces of humor 
on the different social media sites. And that's also a way to lighten up. You know, people talk about, well, I've, I've, I've been hanging out in my living room too long and now I'm going to go hang out in my bedroom, you know, just to get a change. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it is important to engage and to be aware. But one thing I also want to mention to people is if they find that they're getting down about having so much time on their hands, what they might want to do is still stay within a routine and set certain time for things to happen and stay with that. But one habit or one routine I would suggest they do is to limit the number of hours they spend watching the news because hearing all these different conflicting opinions about what's going out in the world, and it can really drain a person. And then right. what happens? They forget to breathe. They forget to breathe. They go back into panic and life becomes very stressful. So again, breathing deeply, bringing in that fresh air really keeps people powerfully grounded and centered. So Cynthia, let me ask you this. If if someone has not had any experience with, you know, conscious breathing or any sort of breath work, but they're interested, so how would that work? Would they do you teach that? Do you offer um, you know, how how would it work for someone to um want to learn how to do that? Well, my I am available to present conscious breathing to classes, uh, in okay. classes to groups and come and, and we can do it through Zoom. We can do it later when I can, we can go out in the world again and I can come <laughs> to the group. I'm optimistic. I know it's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, and so that's what I do with my classes. I have a lot of classes I present. That's one of them. But other areas I cover are like uh, how to live mindfully, reduce your stress, love yourself, give thanks, you know, because gratitude is also very important, too. And I do take those classes to groups or, again, we can arrange something on Zoom. Perfect. And that's actually um, that made me think of having classes and workshops available for uh, perhaps like small business owners and, of course, Mm -hmm. Maybe not right now, but eventually when, when, you know, like you said, in person, um, have you ever done anything like that where perhaps like a business owner or uh, an organization hires you to come in and teach kind of their employees um, some breath work? Yes, I have been doing that. That's been a really popular class lately. And uh, even put a little sneak peek of conscious breathing on my uh, Heart Song Healing Place Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I have a slight Facebook live video there about me okay. talking to people about the process. And I also have a couple of Facebook group pages and Heart Song Healing Wellness Tips is about alternative wellness tips to blend in, you know, with your regular routine. Like, and uh, the other one is called Developing an Attitude of Gratitude. Okay. All of those sound amazing. I, I really, I encourage you guys and all have Cynthia share here in a minute, you know, how to get in touch with her, but browse her website. There's, um, I mean, everything I'm, I really mean it when I say this, that everything I was looking through is just, gosh, it sounds so lovely. Even just, if I get that feeling from your website, then I can imagine what, you know, an actual experience with you would feel like. And so, um, I do encourage everyone to go and check out the website and see if something speaks to you. Um, you know, and, and see what you want to sign up for, because I know I am. <laughs> uh, so 
I, I'm really glad that we came across each other. Uh, and this is really speaking to the whole point of me creating this podcast in that there are so many resources and wonderful services out there here in the community that a lot of us don't know even exist. And so I hope that by, you know, bringing guests such as yourself onto this, you know, podcast that other people will be aware of that. And that's really my whole mission with the podcast. So I'm really excited to see, you know, and, and share your services with others because, oh my gosh, I think all of this can be so helpful and not just during what we're going through right now, but in your day-to-day life. So I want to ask you a little bit more of a, I guess, a personal question, but not too deep. Um, what is your kind of favorite go-to way of nourishing your own emotional wellness? Well, I have a lot of things that I, one, I already talked about, would try to limit the amount of time that I spend watching the news because Mm -hmm. that can be so disconcerting and there's so many opinions out there and people are trying to manage the process and it can be very overloading and confusing. Mm -hmm. So we talked about laughter and that's a wonderful way to relax and let go. But I also have a couple of other things I'd like to mention. And one I think is pretty unique. Have you ever heard of earthing? Yes, I have. What I like about it is that when when I'm feeling off balance or disconnected, then I can walk out into the front yard, take off my shoes and, and sit down. You can also walk uh, with my bare feet on the ground and on the grass for about 10 to 15 minutes. And it works because this connects us with the soil that's so rich in natural antidepressants. It's just like the earth is a giant battery that's helping me stay connected, balanced, and whole. And another reason I like it too is if I'm, ha- it improves my sleep. Mm. So when people are anxious, have a tendency to get overwhelmed and then have difficulty sleeping through the night. And this is an easy thing to do. And why I also think it's so great can go out into a park somewhere and, you know, take off your shoes and walk around or, or just stand in the grass, but you can go out to your own front yard and nobody's going to know what you're doing. You're in your front <laughs> yard, you're in your backyard, you're just, you know, checking out the space. Right. Yeah, at the same time, you're getting a great benefit because you're getting that deeper connection with the earth that was created to support us. You know what I love about actually all um, all of the things that you mentioned is these things are they're accessible to us. They're they're free. You know, they're with us at all times. And, and I think sometimes we have a tendency to kind of overthink uh, what our emotional wellness or, or nourishing our emotional wellness needs to look like and that we need to, you know, buy all the things and go to all the things. And while those things are incredibly transformative and helpful, going back to the simple basic things, like you said, laughter, I mean, that's, you can't purchase that, like that's within you, you know, and, and just accessing it. And the same with earthing and even breath work. We forget that these things are, they're there all the time. We just have to go to them, you know, and and allow them to kind of show up in our lives. Yes. And that reinforces the point that we tend to forget. Science is telling us that our body is a self-healing machine. Mm -hmm. 
if we're a self-healing machine, then we have a great ability within us to find ways to bring ourselves back to natural health. And who knows ourselves better than us? So right. an opportunity to try these different things and see which one really feels good. But to just spend 10 or 15 minutes doing some conscious breathing, wow, that is a small investment of time with a huge return. Right. But before I get into that, there is one more area that I do want to mention. Yes, absolutely. To be emotionally well, one thing is very important to spend time daily in prayer or meditation. And I believe these two practices are great ways to reduce our stress because it helps us get away from our worried mind and become more peaceful. And it gives us the satisfaction of knowing that we're not alone and our concerns are heard. You know, one time I heard it said that prayer is talking to God, but meditation is God talking to us. Mm, yes. Yeah. So it's a good time to relax, to let go, to do some deeper breathing and just sit and allow ourselves to relax. I want to just, would you mind, I know at the beginning of, um, you know, our discussion, you did mention Reiki and, and I know I, I can answer that with knowing what that is, but could you just briefly explain what that is just in case we've got a listener that hasn't never really been introduced to that? All right. Reiki is a form of energy medicine. And what, a person is doing with a Reiki treatment, what the Reiki master does is get the person very comfortable on the table. And then I run a check really quickly through the energy field surrounding a person's body and see where their little stuck places of energy, little hot spots or cold spots and kind of release that. And uh, I, I like to actually touch the person but I ask them you know I can either work in the energy field which is all about us we have an energy field that surrounds us and I can work there or I can also touch the person but what I'm touching is the uh, chakra centers on the body and feeding energy into that so that the person is more stabilized grounded whole relaxed it helps people sleep better so it's just like pouring energy back, positive energy, just pouring it into the body and helping the, the body absorb. Then I work on the front of the body and then I ask them to turn over and I also work on the back of the body because I'm really big on strengthening the spine and getting the energy back in the spine because so many people are dealing with issues that they take into their back. And uh, that eases things up. I helped a woman one time who was having a deeper backache and released all that was holding her back and fed that positive energy to her. And she was deeply grateful because that was something that she had carried for a long time and it was quite miserable. So this is about your physical, emotional, and mental and spiritual wellness. So it's total after, mm -hmm. after a person has received a Reiki treatment, then we help them get up and get dressed. Then the Reiki actually stays in the body doing what it needs to do until it's accomplished. So the healing, once the person leaves, could continue mm -hmm. for a while and till then bring the person back to total health. So it's a wonderful way just to relax and let go, get a rebuild and feel better about yourself and all 
always and achieve wellness. Thank you so much for that. I just wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we, we might've left some listeners with that question mark. So thank you so much. Yes. And and then I want to add something because uh, energy is a process. It is a energy treatment. It is not a spiritual philosophy. I had a veteran ask me one time when I was working on her, I've heard, you know, that this is going to change my ideas or my thoughts or make me think a different way. I said, no, Mm -hmm. it is a treatment and it has absolutely nothing to do with your philosophical beliefs, your religious beliefs. Keep them. This is just to help you get your body back to that natural state of being and feel well. So she was totally fine with it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for that piece. Mm -hmm. Um, That yes, that is something that I um, have had people kind of bring up uh, when I'm, you know, recommending that they seek out a, someone to do Reiki with. Uh, but yeah, that's a great point. I have had a lot of people question that and, and kind of be fearful of that part of it. Yeah, it's, um, that's, it's common and I understand, but I just want people to know that this is a Reiki master is a therapist. Mm-hmm. And they're energetically caring for your body. They're so busy energetically caring for your body. They don't have time to be concerned about your philosophical or religious (laughs) beliefs. Right. (laughs) It's just, it's just a treatment that you could compare to massage or or acupuncture, but it has good outcomes because it helps people bring out the best within themselves. Mm -hmm. And again, like the other services I offer, to feel whole and well and grounded and feel like, well, I can live my life now because I'm, I'm not being held back. You know, the spontaneous transformation, there could be a little memory there of a, a, that our younger self experienced that never got healed. Mm-hmm. Because if we think about our life, what we do is we have all these experiences and then we go forward in life. We might sit back and say, well, when I was so-and-so age, this happened to me, but did we heal it? Usually not. Mm -hmm. So we go back to those places and we heal those spots. And again, the person is returned to functioning like who, like who they truly are. And it's really a marvelous gift. Now, Cynthia, do you, when, since you offer a few different things, if someone wants to work with you, would you sit down with them and kind of see what you feel is the best, um, maybe one or two services to go with, or does someone just, you know, kind of receive all of them? How does that work? No, definitely. They would want to choose. We would talk about choosing what's best for them at the time. I do Mm -hmm. offer a big package of services to give variety to people. They all have the same outcome, but they are slightly different. And so we would uh, have a time to talk. They can email me. They can go to my website and they can email me and we can have a conversation, either that or on the phone. And uh, we'll find out what they need. And with uh, spontaneous transformation, we can do that over the phone so that we don't even have to be sitting in the same room. So I can see anybody really anywhere in the world. Okay. Uh, I do have a website if you're ready for that. Yes, please share. Okay, my uh, website is www.heartsonghealingplace.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-S-O-N-G healingplace.com. 
They can also find me, uh, Heartsong Healing Place, on Facebook, on Twitter, and LinkedIn. Okay. And so I would love to be able to to mix it up with them, to talk to them, to find out what they need. But I'd love to be able to come out and teach those classes on conscious breathing or teach them via Zoom or whatever system we could set up. Because I want to summarize for you again why I believe conscious breathing is so important. You're feeding your cells with oxygen and that keeps them healthy. Did you know it it makes it almost impossible for cancer cells to live in an oxygenated environment because of that interplay of the air coming in and out and keeping us, you know, operating at a higher level of being. It'll help reduce brain fog and memory lapses. It can help to decrease pain, asthma, and it'll also improve digestion. Mm. And I know right now there is a lot of talk about the, the gut brain, that mm-hmm. we actually have a gut brain as well as our, our brain brain in our, in our head, and the two operate together. So we want to do whatever we can to establish that good feeling so the total body is experiencing wellness. And that's what people can find and do if they will make time for it. Right. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I actually would love to have you back on uh, in the near future to perhaps get into some of the other services and even just to hear a little bit about your experiences. You know, I know that you've been working, you know, like you mentioned with chronic pain and um, I didn't realize that you had also worked with veterans. So I would love to perhaps have you on and get into some more detailed specifics of some of the things that you do well thank you i think that would be wonderful too and it's a pleasure to talk to you today i want to thank you for the time yes yes thank you i and and for those listening you know this is just an amazing i think introduction to what cynthia has to offer and and i'll share that website where you can access it as well to um and if there's anything specific that you're interested in learning a little bit more about that you see she offers let me know and i can um perhaps have that one of the first uh or the second session rather with cynthia that we teach a little bit about what you're interested in so thank you so much cynthia i really appreciate it i really do look forward to meeting you in person when that opportunity comes back to us um but I uh, am so grateful for your time and I am so grateful for all of the knowledge you shared today. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I found Cynthia to be very calming and super informative and so make sure to check out her website and that is heartsonghealingplace.com where you can find a whole lot more about her and the services she has to offer our community.